0: This might be a really stupid way to phrase this, but is post-graph file essentially a way to create a GraphQL server in Postgres, right? Like rather than writing like Node.js or Java or PHP, you're writing... SQL statements and creating your database schema and through that, essentially creating a GraphQL server. I don't know if that makes any sense. Is that a strange way of looking at this?
1: It's an interesting approximation of it, for sure. So, like, when we talk about, like, GraphQL, we often talk about resolvers and we say, like, you know, it makes sense for the business logic to be not in the resolver so much as in another business layer. So you can think of, like, the database as being used to implement that business layer. Normally, you would have a business layer and then the database behind it, but Postgres is so powerful with its, like, row-level security, its role-based access control, its triggers and functions and all the rest of it, that actually it can be your business layer. So PostGraphile effectively builds the resolvers that delegate to Postgres. So yeah, you when you're writing a PostGraph file API, one of the main things that you'll be focused on is actually just building a really good database, building all the relationships in your database, putting all the checks in your database, making sure that your data stays consistent and everything like that. So absolutely. But it's worth keeping in mind that uh Postgraphile itself is a node.js piece of software and it is extensible in JavaScript as well. So if you need to start talking to let's say the Stripe API because you want to take payments, you can absolutely like extend the GraphQL schema and insert things into it. And I know like GraphQL schema stitching, federation and all these other things are like you know very widely talked about. Postgraphile doesn't really do that. It has one monolithic schema and you can, you know, you modify it, you add things to it but it's all part of the same schema process. There's no intermediate schema. It's all just one thing that gets built via a combination of tooling. One of the really cool things about it, like... There's so many different ways of using PostgreSQL, but because it's built on a plugin-based architecture, in fact, like everything is plugins. Like the core is like 60 different plugins that do different little small things. Like one of them worries about like relay cursors, you know, cursor pagination. One of them worries about identifiers. One of them worries about tables or columns or adding a where clause or whatever. And what that means is if PostgreSQL doesn't suit your needs, then there's probably a plugin that means it will. Um, so we see like really data-heavy, industry usage where they say we want to add really complex filters to post Graphile, and I say I'm not sure that that's a great idea like I don't like adding those kind of heavy filters to a GraphQL API I tend to think of PostgreSQL as a way of making a GraphQL API that's backed by Postgres rather than a way of taking Postgres and turning it into a GraphQL API. It's slightly subtle, I know, but <laughs> that's how I think. So I tend to think what should the GraphQL API be rather than how do we expose this Postgres functionality to GraphQL. Um, it's a different way of looking at it. Uh, but sometimes what they want is that I want to take Postgres and I want to turn it into GraphQL. So they might add complex filtering Logic, or they might add an aggregates plugin for one of my clients that adds powerful aggregating features, so that you can do aggregation through GraphQL that just uses Postgres aggregation under the hood. Uh, full text search, all sorts of stuff. Like you can mix and match. It's really, it's really nice. Back when PostGraphQL
0: was getting, I guess, out there, there was Cool, which then changed to Prisma, which has you know the same, not not necessarily the same mission. They've kind of moved away from. The GraphQL as part of their ethos, but, like, it very, looks very similar to GraphQL, their SDL and stuff. But besides that, like, they're always fighting the ORM battle, right? Like, we're not an ORM, or this. Do people have that same misconception with PostGrapa? Like, oh, it's just another ORM, it just has a different flavor, I don't necessarily want to use it because I hate ORMs and I got burned by them in the past.
1: Uh, it's a good question. I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there are people that feel that way, but PostGraphile is very commonly used as directly uh, internet-facing, right? So it's not like ORMs are generally consumed on the back end. So you'd have something that abstracts access to your database that you then consume on the back end and abstract again through another layer, as we were discussing previously, and then exposes that. PostGraphile will just take your Postgres and all the plugins that you've configured and any extensions you want or whatever, and then expose that as a GraphQL API, which your mobile app or your website can send... Request directly there so you can kind of think of it as moving the ORM to the front end but that's kind of in the same way that any GraphQL API does that right so like if you're using GitHub's API for example you are still dealing with GitHub's objects and they are defined as types in the GraphQL schema and you can deal with them in that way but it's I don't think it's really I mean I don't think GraphQL in general is really an ORM so broadly no